you're listening to Nick's Not Creative, a podcast where I go around interviewing people far more creative than myself. We talk to them about their creative process, past projects, current projects, the whole nine yards. Hell, I even talk to them about their day. Hello and welcome to Nick's Not Creative. Today I have a very, very special guest with me uh, and to cover a topic that is very near and dear to my heart as well as near and dear to the heart of the guests we have on the show. May I introduce you, Bobby Schwartz. Bobby, how are you? Good. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me on the uh, the podcast here today. Yeah, yeah, of course. So Bobby and I actually have a bit of history. We both went to Plymouth State University together. I graduated in 2016 and, and Bobby graduated <laughs> shortly thereafter. Yeah. Um, now, if you've ever been to Plymouth, New Hampshire, it is a very, very <laughs> small, small town. Small. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone knows each other. You know, everyone knows each other's sandwich orders from Chase Street or Biederman's. You know, it's sure do. it's a very loving community. Um, and you make friends with pretty much everyone that's there. Uh, and one of these, you know, characters and friends that we've all had was a lovely man by the name of Jay Moskowitz. Jay Moskowitz was also a professor at Plymouth State University, as well as a well-known musician and artist for the Lakes region in New Hampshire. Um, Unfortunately, this this winter, uh, Jay did pass away, but with the legacy that he left left after his passing at Plymouth State University, uh, a few of his students actually got together and worked out a great idea to start a memorial fund that would then transform into the Jay Moskowitz scholarship and Bobby here was actually the driving force of that so Bobby is there anything that you want to talk about with uh you know did I miss anything in the the brief history I gave on Jay or oh man so it's it's hard to explain I mean Plymouth's really just a tight-knit community and it's full of its characters so it's it's it can be challenging to kind of understand like and explain just how significant certain people in the community are to people that you know grow up in larger cities or you know don't really see the same people day in and day out but you know jay really was one of those figures i i guess if i'm not mistaken one of his own nicknames was the unofficial mayor of plymouth in many ways if you actually you yourself dressed up as of his halloween one year i'll never I forget did. that i did oh man that was a brief sidebar <laughs> bobby and i worked together at the white mountain athletic club in waterville new hampshire 2016 i think yeah 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 and i couldn't figure out what i wanted to go as for uh for halloween i was racking my brains about it and for some reason or another jay just seemed to post on facebook at the right place in the right time and lo and behold i was jay moskowitz for halloween one year and i handed out pictures of jay's face that i had photoshopped at work it was a gem <laughs> it, was, it was it was great it was a gem to be had he's a it speaks to how popular he was he's just a likable figure he, uh, oh yeah you know it's funny <laughs> i actually never had him in any of my classes even though he was a lecturer consultant at plymouth state too and um but we'd see him all over the place. I mean, oh, he was yeah. in everyone's day. You'd get your breakfast sandwich at, you know, Chase Street Market, and he'd be there. Oh, hi, Bob. How you doing today? Like, oh, good, Jay. About to go to class. Oh, well, that's great. He always had something nice to say. That's oh, yeah. Always. always had something nice to say. I, I had the pleasure of having him for one class in college. You and did. it did. Yeah, I had him for uh, for Winterham. I took a uh, myths, mask, and identity class. I actually have that mask in the back of my car to this day. Um, <laughs> um, but he was always just the the warmest, kindest person, especially on 
a campus that, you know, when you first got there, you really didn't know anybody. No, uh, I didn't. And and it's funny because, like, you know, when you come back there, I left for a couple of years and came back to Plymouth. And when I came back, I didn't really know a lot of people. So you start immediately catching on to the people that you see day in and day out. And he was one of those first people. I think, with God, like maybe even a month of me being there was like, hey, Jay, how's it going? And built up a personal relationship with him. Come to find out, you know hundreds and thousands of other people of you know have over the years just really had this incredible relationship with jay and you know he was just always a figure in my four years there so um it was tragic when he passed away in february because you know you don't really ever take people for granted but jay was just kind of like a, a staple like a just a stable force in plymouth and it was it was tough to see that go because we weren't really expecting it. Uh, it's it's my understanding, at least my understanding, that he had a um, battle with cancer for a while that you know I don't think a lot of people knew about. So, you know, I had had this relationship with him even after I left Plymouth State, where you know we'd have shows and I'd still curate artwork up there for whenever there was a call for art, and he'd be there. I'd see him. The last show I actually saw him at was um, Nourish in January of this year, which was uh, held at. Uh, Museum of the White Mountains, and that was the last time I saw him. And, you know, just again, just a smiling, just wonderful guy. We talked about some artwork and just, he always had something nice to say, and he always looked forward to seeing him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was, like you said, he was one of those guys that was very much a staple in the community. And I think, I don't think he missed a single major event on Plymouth State campus. He did it. No, or just Plymouth in, in general. I worked for the uh, the local access TV station for a while, and lo and behold, like any major event that was going on in the common or on like, you know, the, the town green, Jay was there. He was there with his dog, Ozzy. And you, oh, you yeah. saw the dog and then you saw Jay. <laughs> oh, Ozzy. Yeah, his wonderful dog. He was always everywhere. I even saw him at some of the spring fling stuff. I'd always see him walking by. So that's funny. It's just like the more you think about it, the more you see him. <laughs> right. I mean, he's he's in the, the corner of your memory at Plymouth in, in the best way possible. <laughs> So what sparked your idea on, on trying to do something for Jay uh, in the Plymouth community? So after he passed away, um, a group of friends, uh, I was messaging, you know, we were kind of talking about it and, you know, we wanted to do something. We have a, our friend group, you know, has really just had a history of, you know, either people passing away before their time or just unexpected tragedy happening. And we've always, you know, found a way to memorialize these people in our lives and found a way to do something above and beyond and special that really allowed us to kind of cherish and move past our, you know, trauma and, you know, really give these people the respect and energy that we want them to have. So, when we prefaced this, we kind of thought, okay, well, shoot, like, why don't we start this campaign to get him some kind of memorial bench on Plymouth? And we'd had a, another friend pass away a couple of years earlier that also got a bench. And so it was just the first thing that came into the mind. Cause that, that was what was fresh in our heads was like, okay, well we've all right, rallied around this. It's already been done. Exactly. exactly. So it seemed like the most logical way to do this. Like, let's get him a memorial bench. He loved this campus. He loved this community. Let's physically like emblazon something in his memory. And in that conversation kind of died down after a couple of weeks and it was approaching like mid March and things were getting a little hairy um, in the Northeast around that time with some of the first COVID outbreaks. And so like a lot of people weren't really focusing on it. I was like, you know what, if I do nothing right now, 
I don't know if there's anyone else that is going to pick up this mantle and try to make something happen. And a lot of times in life, you're thinking like, okay, like I want to do something, but there's probably someone out there that can do it better. That'll do it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And this, and every now and then life kind of throws you a pitch and it's like, okay, you actually have the opportunity to do something. Are you going to do something about that? And I said, you know what? No, I am actually going to do something about this because I want to help them and I want to find some way to just really, you know, do something more than just, an obituary in a newspaper and you know just a period of sorrow i want something to be lasting right right you know it's especially on some of the as we've said multiple times had such a held such a weight in a very small community exactly it it needed to go somewhere i felt like i wanted there was so much pent-up energy it's like it's like water behind a dam i'm like i just i feel like there should be something and i happen to know i'm grateful to know on a personal level a couple people in the administration i was like hey like so this is our idea like we want to do some kind of bench like we have no idea what we're doing we have no idea if this is possible how on earth will we even go about this and they could have shut us down they could have said hey we're doing this sorry we can't do that they didn't um i got in touch with uh, a couple contacts in the um office of uh development at Plymouth State, and they had already set up uh, with some of Jay Moskowitz's estate this memorial scholarship for him. And that's really what the central um, vehicle for this uh, revolved around. So the there is this memorial scholarship in Jay Moskowitz's name. And how these work is that you have to endow them, and scholarships get permanently endowed only after a certain level is met. So in Jay's case, this is a $25,000 endowment level for a scholarship. So the scholarship, in order to become active and actually start contributing to students like Jay would have wanted, needs to reach an initial funding level of $25,000. And they're like, okay, well, we want to do a bench. And they're like, but we don't want to distract from that. We want both these efforts that you've already started to funnel into each other so i uh, had a couple zoom calls back in april and i said hey like is this something we can make cohesive is this possible and i got to give a shout out to uh plymouth state's uh, john scheinman he really helped us through a lot of the kind of who what when where why's and how's in this early process and so in a nutshell how the Jay Moskowitz Memorial Fund was born was a campaign to fund the scholarship. And in doing so, and in our partnership, we would use that funding and some of the extra effort to also appropriate a memorial bench. So that way, all ships sort of kind of float high. Um, And so that was the uh, kind of the battle plan that came out of those couple weeks of um, kind of just brainstorming and it hit around may and it was finally you know time for us to go live and uh we uh signed a memorandum of understanding with plymouth state and basically our goal now is to raise about five thousand dollars on our end and if we make that goal then the bench becomes a part of the plan so that's how it started very cool yeah no i mean i remember here seeing a few of the early early texts and like you said with you know mid mid april early april i should say with with covid hitting the northeast you know it kind of not that it petered out but there was a a very large kind of pullback because people were trying to worry about things that are going on and that is (laughs) kind of one of the continuing themes of this process so as we started getting rolling we're kind of like how are we going to do this you know by the time we really got the green light to you know bring this out into the open and away from the shadows of the planning it was around june 
And two things were really happening. One, the COVID pandemic was really kind of like, you know, thankfully starting to peter out, but still like had been around long enough where a lot of people just could not do a lot of things. They didn't have a lot of money. A lot of people lost their jobs. And on the other part of that, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests really started ramping up that month. So we had two competing things that were like, shucks, how do we make this work? Like, how do we respect what's happening? And why do we, how do we navigate this? So one of the first things we thought of in the pandemic was we'll do everything online because that's the only way we can do this. And so that's why we decided to launch the Facebook page was a great way we can just do like minimum overhead, maximum outreach and go from there. And then we can host events. We can try to brainstorm different ways to raise money and we can use that Facebook page as a vehicle. So that's why that started. Um you know, in a normal time, we could probably, you know, hit the streets and actually really be able to do a bunch of different things. And maybe we could do like, you know, live band shows here and there for cover charges and raise money that way. But that's all out the window now. You can't do any of that at this time. Right, right. So now you, you mentioned <laughs> that you have to hit a, on your end, you have to hit a, a number of $5,000. Yeah. And you talked about the, the Jay Memorial Moskowitz, or Jay Moskowitz Memorial Fund Facebook page. You actually have an event coming up this week. Um, we do. First event. What what is the event, Bobby? <laughs> so we the first major event that we decided to launch as part of like a, a couple of various different fundraising ploys is a, an online art auction. This kind of plays to a lot of our strengths in a couple of different ways. One, you don't need to set up a physical environment for it. You can do it all online. We're hosting it on our Facebook page on a gallery. Two, a lot of our friends at New Jay are already artists and they're incredibly passionate about their craft. They're already active in their community. And this is a great way to elevate them to a larger stage and have them contribute something that they have towards a, you know, a cause that they care about. So it's very copacetic that way. And we figured that was the most obvious front runner for what we were going to do first. And so this art auction is uh, something that's been in the planning for about a month now. It will happen on the 31st of this month, the last day on Friday. And uh, gosh, crazy, I believe that's coming up actually a couple of days from now. And uh, how it's going to work is we've got a handful of different artists that have contributed some artwork and it's posted online in the gallery. And people uh, on Friday can go online from noon to 8 p.m. and bid on these pieces. And you can do that a couple of different ways. You can comment on the photos, you can direct message the page, and we'll record them and we'll announce in the evening, you know, hey, you've won this piece. And all the proceeds to that, 50% of all the proceeds we get from this are going to go directly to the Jay Moskowitz Fund. And uh, that's kind of the best way forward we've decided to make this work this past month. Right, right. I mean, especially with a digital, essentially now living in a very real digital age, this is the the best way to mm. host events and keep people in, in, engaged. Um, yeah. now how many artists do you currently have pieces from? Well, we got a handful, actually. I can pull them right up. And we just wrapped up our announcements on them uh, the other day. So we've been finally really been able to go ahead and kind of reveal who's been working on what lately. Uh, for stars, I myself am uh, contributing three of my pieces. Uh, all three of them have either never been seen before or have never been offered online before and selling in any capacity whatsoever uh we have another fellow plum estate artist julia mozo who's just been incredible with her oil painting over these past few years and so she's offered up a piece 
we have some photography contributions as well um, from the States. Uh, Karina Fontaine has also offered up three pieces that she's going to be uh, opening up for bidding at various different frame photo sizes. Uh, Kelsey Collins is another uh, local artist and uh, entrepreneur that has uh, given some of her works to us as well. And uh, Killian Venman is another artist uh, who has offered up some truly unique offerings in the forms of uh, these customized zines that go with some of the short films that uh, he creates, which are really incredible, and I highly recommend people to check them out. In addition, we also have yours truly, Nicholas Einsman, uh, who has contributed uh, two of his Seen by the First Man series uh, photos, which are really just an, an incredible um, artistic and photographic uh, project that really has some incredible work. I highly recommend people check that out. But he's got two pieces up on this gallery right now. And uh, so that's the run of it right there. It's uh, Right now, we're starting small. It's a little over a handful of artists. But uh, when you consider all the pieces they've offered, we've got 13 available. So I'm pretty excited wow. about that. Wow. Yeah, that's that's truly, truly amazing that, you know, Plymouth State students and alumni have really come together and, and you know, offered things up to to try and raise money for, for Jay. It's, it's definitely... It's and a lot of this, inspiring yeah, a lot of this group is some of the planning people. You know, we were tagging, you know, back and forth ideas on back in April. It's like, okay, what do we do? So it's it's awesome to see this come to like a full fruition phase. You know, what I mean, it's awesome to see finally after months we're able to really kind of bring this full circle and really get some action in on our ends for it. So I'm really excited. Um, there's that, that being said, though, the online art auction will, you know, it will conclude on Friday and there are other ways to donate. You do not just need to participate in this. Um, the main point of the Facebook page was from the beginning was to try to direct people uh, to the donation page that Plymouth State has set up. Um, and this page is available. I think I'm trying to find a link here. It's go.plymouth.edu slash Moskowitz. And uh, if you go on there, you can donate now. You could make scheduled payments, even a couple dollars here and there. And it's a really straightforward, simple website to uh, donate on. And so we've our core strength has really just been trying to funnel, you know, people that want to give and you know want to do something about this, but they don't know how to, or they don't know where, or you know, how should I donate? And that's how we're just try, trying to funnel them to go to this donation page for the uh, the memorial scholarship. That's the number one way to do it. And we'll be donating to that page 50% of the proceeds that we get from this art auction. Yeah, I mean, I truly think this is something that, you know, Jay would have, A, been excited to see all this art come together. And B, you know, I think it it's very humbling for even people that have known Jay for, you know, years at this point to, to see people come together and do this. Um, now, if you could say anything to jay right now what would you want to say to him oh god you know it's it's funny one of my lasting memories of him is weirdly the last time i ever met him and it, one of the things we were doing was looking at one of my pieces that i had for the nourish art show back in january and i remember we were both watching it was the last time that we both ever got to just stare at art on the wall <laughs> And just, you know, talk about it. And he told me, it's just like, hey, man, you just, you do you. This is great. And I guess what I'd say to him is that this is us doing us how you taught us to be. I mean, Jay really was a member of outreach in our community. And so we're, this is how we're giving back. He taught us to care about more than just ourselves. 
you know, he taught us that, you know, some things are bigger and that life is not always necessarily about what's directly in front of you. And I think a lot of big theme of this entire experience has been just giving back more than you would and giving to things that are important, regardless of, you know, your ability, regardless of how much time you have, regardless of what your feelings are. Sometimes it's just important to this. So I don't know. I couldn't have said it any better myself. Uh, truly a, a great way to wrap up this, this podcast and a, <laughs> a great way to, you know, put into words and, and how much Jay had an impact on everyone he came across. Well, so, hopefully, Bobby, <laughs> hopefully we can do right by him and we can uh, really right, make this right. a, a hell of a show. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bobby, thank you again for coming on the show. If you can give me really quick, uh, just the date and time of when the, the auction will be going on. Again, the art auction is going to be on the Jay Moskowitz Memorial Fund Facebook page. I know you can reach out to a couple. You can search that online. Um, you can also search it on Facebook at Jay Moskowitz Memorial. It will be on the art gallery that we have up there currently, just a photo album called the uh, Jay Moskowitz Memorial Fund Art Auction. And at noon this Friday until 8 p.m., you can place bids on any one of those photos which represent an individual piece. So all you need to do is comment in the photo section. Or direct message the page saying, hey, this is the piece I want to bid on and for how much. And then at the conclusion of bidding, we'll reach out with you. We've uh, got a PayPal link set up here, so it should make it relatively straightforward. And uh, we'll go from there. And uh, then people will uh, get their pieces uh, shortly afterwards. And that's how it works. And I really hope that a lot of people show up for this. I know it's an online process, but we tried to make it so that, you know, folks working various shifts can tune in and make this happen. And so, again, it's really about outreach. It's about getting together and really trying to get as many people to come here and get involved. So. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the auction go live, and I look forward to seeing what the J. Moskowitz Memorial Fund does in the future. I hope so too. Future's bright. We still got a couple more months to make this magic happen. So uh, this is not the first thing we'll be doing. We got a couple other ideas in the pipeline and I'm pretty excited to see where we go from here. Great. Well, all right. Again, thank you, Bobby, for coming onto the show and we will talk to you soon.